Now, let's talk about something huge, something important in Nigeria today. Can BRT survive social distancing? Can BRT survive social distancing? Last week, BRTs briefly stopped operating. The company that runs them, Primero Transport Services, said that uh, it couldn't afford to buy diesel because it wasn't making enough money. This happened last week. Now, uh, it brings us to today's big hard fact. According to uh, uh, the BRT, according to the federal, to the state government, because of social distancing, PRTs were required to carry 20 passengers per trip instead of 70. But last week, the government relaxed that limit to 42 passengers. That limit of 20 was a 71% drop in passengers per trip. So that also meant that um, they also lost 71% of their revenue. But of course, they were still buying the same amount of diesel. They were still paying the drivers and other staff. And so Primera Transport Services said that they couldn't continue and they stopped work briefly. And that's why government let them increase it to 42 passengers. But government also let them increase the fares. So we're going to talk about all of that today. We're going to talk about the operating environment for BRTs during this lockdown. And talking to me on the phone today is the managing director of Primero Transport Services, the operators of the BRT system, Mr. Fola Tinubu. Welcome to Hard Facts, sir. Thank you very much for having me. Good to have you on the show. So uh, let's talk. Your company suspended activities last week. What were the specific reasons for the suspension? The specific reason actually was because our diesel supplier refused to supply us. And you know, without diesel, we would not, we could not function because we are, uh, we were owing them money, but we were able to work something out with them in conjunction with Lagos State Government last week, Wednesday, uh, and Thursday they start supplying us, and Friday we are back on the road. Hmm. What arrangements did you reach with the government? Um. Well, part of it was what we announced already: the increase in uh, the increase in fares, and also the increase in uh, the number of passengers uh, that we can carry per bus. Because, look, before, we were practicing social distancing on the buses, but we were not doing it at the uh, at the bus stops because of the configuration of the bus stops. So, we went to the government that, look, there's no point in having social distances on the buses and then uh, the bus stops are crowded. We need to be able to move people fast. And the only way to do it is to make sure we put 42 people on the bu- uh, uh, on the buses and they agreed with us. And now we have the increase and we have 42 passengers on the bus. When the government first announced the reduction in passengers from 70 to 20, you must have known that this would mean reduction in revenue. Did you raise the issue with the government at the time? What did the government say at the time? Well, no, we met with them and we told them uh, our, our concern and they, you know, they promised they would look into it. But, you know, we went out, you know, in good faith to continue operation because at the end of the day, there's a social element to our services and we continued uh, until the supplier refused to supply this one anymore. So we had no choice, but... Uh, but that has been resolved now, so thank God for that. Hmm. I know that your revenue dropped due to the occupancy limits. What about your expenditure? Have any of your costs changed since the lockdown? That's the problem. Although 
diesel price has come down a little bit now from what it was before the pandemic. But the point is, you still use the same amount of diesel, whether you carry one passenger or you carry uh, 70 passengers, you still use the same amount of diesel, you still pay the driver the same amount, the wear and tear on the buses are still the same, you still use the same amount uh, on tires and all that kind of stuff. So your, uh, so your, your cost is fixed, but your uh, revenue dropped from uh, 70 passengers per bus to 20 and then to, uh, uh, to 42. So, but it is what it is. Hmm. Because, look, we understand why Lagos State Government uh, made that decision of uh, 20 and then 42. They are not trying to punish Primero or to, to punish anybody. They are trying to, they're doing it for everybody's safety. Hmm. But, unfortunately, it, you know, the whole pandemic has affected our own bottom line uh, dramatically since we got, we are, because not only did uh, the 20 or 42 affected us, but for five weeks we shut down completely without any operation, without a dive coming, uh, a cover coming in. Mm. So the whole pandemic has really been, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, a very, very stressful time for Primero. Some Lagosians are unhappy about the increase in fares. They're saying that uh, in a situation like this, government should subsidize the increase. Did, did, did Primero at any point push government to subsidize you for the missing passengers instead of increasing fares? See, that's a political decision. And I keep saying it, that Primero, you know, cannot make a political decision. You know, our, my job is to make sure the company is viable five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, that uh, we are still in operations. And that the government should subsidize or no subsidy. It's a political decision that, you know, it's above my pay grade. Okay. There have been allegations that some of um, Primero's buses were still carrying the maximum capacity of passengers in the last couple of weeks, in spite of the government's directives. Uh, for instance, Sahara reporters had a report on their website. They still have that report on there with photographs from inside the buses. Have you taken any disciplinary action against any of the offending bus drivers? Of course, we've, we actually uh, uh, suspended a couple of people and we fired one uh, inspector. But... There's also been a dramatic. Uh, is, look, we need to be fair here. I rem- there's a, there's uh, a video that's trending online right now that says America is uh, 50 passengers. If you look at that video, there are lots of empty seats. They're not. There's not a single passenger uh, standing, and the maximum seating capacity is 42. If so, if there are lots of empty seats on there, and there's not a single passenger uh, standing, how did we get to 50? Hmm. So, look, when we find uh, when we find people that uh, contravene the rules, we discipline them. Hmm. And we'll continue to do that. But it's also been an overreaction. You know, uh, people are being dramatic about this because I saw the video. The guy was screaming and yelling that, oh, primary is carrying 50 passengers. But the maximum sitting on the bus is 42. And you can clearly see on the video so many empty seats. So how did we get 50 when there are a lot of empty seats in a 42-seating bus? Okay. What internal mechanisms do you have for, one, monitoring your buses to make sure they comply, and two, disciplining the drivers who don't comply? First of all, the drivers don't have anything to do with it because the drivers don't, are not the ones that are loading the buses. Okay. The driver just drives. Okay. So whatever is on there is what the driver uh, carries. Okay. And... Lamata 
the matter and Lagos State government have their people on the road, and we have our own people on the road also hmm. looking at you know buses and trying to make sure that uh, they comply. Hmm. Right now, it's 42. Even yesterday, I was on the road myself personally at the uh, um, at the hour for over two hours, you know, with uh, with our own guys stopping buses to make sure there's you know they do not go above the 42. Hmm. Mm, okay. Um, and it, it reminds me of something that you said earlier this month. Earlier this month, you said that uh, no sacrifice is too great to preserve lives and public safety, right? Do you, do you think 42 passengers plus one driver in the confined space of a BRT bus is safe? That, look, it's safe. And it's actually better than... Uh, it's actually better than the way it was when we were carrying 20 passengers because people bunch up at the bus stops. The virus will actually spread more because remember when these bus stops were configured, nobody talked about uh, social distancing. And it's practically impossible, especially the way, um, look, whether we like it or not, the way our system is set up, in Ikorodu, a Greek, Mile 12 and every in the morning everybody is going in one direction and in the evening everybody is coming the opposite way because of that so many people show up at the same time to to board the buses and if you are using one or three buses to do what one bus can do it means that people will have to wait and they punch up at the bus shelters and by punching up they can even spread the virus more but inside the bus that everybody's sitting the windows are open and everybody's wearing masks they are better off than the way they are bunching up at the bus shelters so you're saying they're getting the virus anyway at the bus stop so what's a little more addition in the buses huh no actually in inside the buses because there's ventilation because there's ventilation and everybody's wearing masks it's actually much better than the way they were punching up at the bus shelters. Okay, let's move away from that. Before this uh, new agreement with the state government last week, you announced that BRT will stop issuing short-distance tickets, meaning that all passengers must pay for the full route. Is this still the policy? Is this policy still in play? No, no, no. no. We, we never said uh, all passengers must pay for the, uh, for the full route. Okay. Because even before that, what we were doing was we were selling only 200 and 300 Naira tickets. Hmm. So, we, why would I ask somebody going to uh, Fadi to pay for us the same as somebody going to Lagos Island? Okay. So, we, what we did was we, we stopped all the uh, Ikurudu to um, Mount 12 tickets and we were selling only Ikurudu to Fadi and Ikurudu to TBS tickets. Oh. And that's what we are still doing now. Okay. All right. At the current fares, what's the lowest number of passengers per bus you can st you can take and still break even? Do you think? Well, look. Um, for us to break even at this present fare, we probably would have to, you know, have some standing. But because of the uh, this virus, hmm. we fully agree with Lagos State Government that we will be, you know, we will do whatever it takes to make sure that you know. We uh, we uh, keep uh, uh, we protect the uh, our commuters by ensuring that 
we only carry 42 passengers. Ideally, we would love to carry more, but, you know, it's in all our interest to make, because at the end of the day, it's only people that are alive, that has, you know, that are alive, that can make, you know, that can make money and can pay money. So we have to work with Lagos State Government to ensure that uh, we keep people, our uh, commuters safe, and we keep our uh, staff also safe. And we, you know, we do it in a safe and efficient, uh, what's it called, way. Okay. Mr. Folatinubu, thank you so much for your time today on Hard Facts. You're welcome. Okay, Lagos, you've heard from Folatinubu, the MD of Primero. Uh, you've heard what he had to say. You are a BRT user. What do you think about the fare increase? You've heard his reasons for the fare increase. Do you see his point of view? Do you think there's a way to keep the BRTs running, maintain social distancing, and keep the fares available? 0700 993 we've got whatsapp as well whatsapp is 080-959-75805 and twitter is at nigeria info fm you've got facebook nigeria info 99.3 hello hello thanks for calling me what's your name mr darlington speaking mr darlington go ahead sandra yeah I am not comfortable with his explanation. Okay. This is the most insensitive time to do what they are doing. Okay. Sandra, hmm? remember, because these people think they are clever. Remember that Ambode wanted to flood levels with buses to prevent this type of thing. They harass him out of office because this is what they were planning before. You can see where you can see the game plan. If that time, but the boss we are to have a level now. We this people be talking about what they are saying. They wanted to hijack it and continue to make the people of Lagos. That was the game plan. If not, why is Ambode boss not here now? Why? We are not persecuting him. What that boss and bodies want is not for Lagos State. Why did they stop that those buses from coming into Lagos? The money has been approved by the Lagos State of Assembly. The man paid for it. They say he has committed the worst crime on head. What is wrong with those buses now? Okay, this one they are trying to bring now. Where is he coming from? Sandra, where is he coming from? You can see why everybody was harassed out of office. They hijacked that business and they now want to make people of Lagos with it. What are you telling me? Eh? How many bus transit systems have they got uh, established here? Where are they? There is their house in there, you know, at, at Oshodi, where they have uh, a building for Lagos LSTC. What happened to those uh, buses? Sandra, what happened to those buses? If you go to London today, the symbol of London is that they are double-decker bus. Up to tomorrow, that bus is still running. You can buy your tickets from January to December, the price will not change. Why is it that everybody that comes to Lagos, they want to use transport to make us? Why do you think the, uh, 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 another motorcycle chairman is so rich that he can be flown abroad for treatment? Where, where is he working? Is it not the same money that the Lagos people are contributing for you? His son is reading schooling abroad. Uh, all these buses that we are paying for, who wants them? Where is the money going to? Ah, is that only me to, to steal in? 
What are you telling me? Look at all the excuses giving us for increasing busing at this time of the 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 day. It's I'm not a government okay. official. I can't answer those questions, Mr. Dalentimo. Thank you for calling me. I've got comments on Twitter. Okay, so we've still got uh, Fola Tinubu on the line, and he's got a few answers. Okay. All right, go ahead, Mr. Tinubu. First of all, first of all, like you rightly said, I'm not a government, I'm not a legal state government official, so I cannot answer that question. Okay. Where, you know, that, you, you will have to put that to legal state government. But, at honesty, believe it or not, Danfoss and all the other people you know, are still charging more than us right now, even with this increase. And remember, they do not provide, they do not have insurance for their staff, they do not provide insurance for their passengers, they do not pay taxes, they do not, you know, their cost is a lot, lot lower than us. Yet, yet they are still charging more than us and everybody's using them and nobody's complaining. No, they're actually complaining. I've, I've had several conversations about that and they, they complain okay. as well. But my point is this, hmm. you know, we are way, way, way below what DAFO charges. And our cost is a lot higher than them, and their gifts. So, we have to make sure that this system survives. You know, what Lagos State does with their money, you will have to ask Lagos State government officials. I'm not in Lagos State. I don't work for Lagos State government. I've never worked for Lagos State government. So I cannot speak for Lagos State government. I bet the governor would, you know, can explain how they're spending the money and all that kind of stuff. My job is to ensure that this company and this business survives. And the only way to do it is to make it a viable business. Look, I told people that this company has not made one cover profit in four years. Our books are open. You can check it at Nigeria Stock Exchange. You can check it at FMBQ because last year we raised a bond of uh, about 17 billion. So our books are now open. Mm-hmm. Anybody can go to FMBQ, can go to Nigeria Stock uh, Exchange and check our books. It's open. Okay. Let's take a few more calls from Lagos. 99.3. Hello. Yes. How are you? Hacking calling from Atlanta, Tagum State. Go ahead, Hacking. I say good evening to your guest on phone. Hmm. But I think they've been unfair. Who has been unfair? The legal state government. When you compare the type of privilege given to the BRT and the Lagos, I mean yellow buses. Okay. And your guest just said that the yellow buses does not pay tax. They are an average of a. Forty seater bus hmm. pay over three thousand seven hundred naira daily to towns and motor park towns collecting tickets. Where are those money going to? Who is in charge of that money? A fourteen seater bus pay three thousand seven averagely a day. Where is the money going to? And you say they are not paying tax. No VIO, no police harassment. No agro harassment, free ride from anywhere you are picking your passenger. I mean, I'm talking of the BRT here. 
there should be a that is just my own here. There should be a balance this thing mode of operation for all the transporters. Nobody should be given any privilege. They've been unfair to those people managing the yellow bu- the yellow buses. That's just my take on this issue. All right, I Thank can. you and God bless you, ma. Thank you for calling me, sir. Hello. Hello. Hello yes, how are you? What's your name? Uh, so it is anonymous. Let me remain anonymous. Anonymous, welcome. Go ahead. Okay, uh, good. One thing uh, Negotiation should understand is it's a private business. Hmm. It's a private business. They have staff at the operational cost. Oh, I hate it when that happens. Call us back if you can, okay? 99.3. Hello. Hi, how are you? What's your name? Kechu is my name. Good evening. Welcome, Ikechuku. Go ahead. Yes, uh... I want to make a, a suggestion first. Okay. Uh, if you can get MCO Lomo, that's the, the Lagos State uh, Chairman. Then you are a chairman. Mm-hmm. And yes, I think, well, I don't know it was Sheriff or who that wanted to get him on the show. Mm. And, you know, we heard he was burying his mom or something. Mm. So, but if you guys can get him, so we can also hear their own side of, um, you know, this whole thing. Then well, secondly, we're working on it. We're working on getting him on the show. So that's good. Then secondly... Lagos State government have said this repeatedly. They should open up this uh, the transportation space for other private individuals to come and invest. It is, it, it, I mean, from um, Mr. Fola's, um, you know, uh, submission uh, uh, statement. Mm-hmm. It's very obvious that they are they are they are in serious crisis, right? Okay. So the the only way that they can get their heads above the water mm-hmm. is to get us to pay more. So, but to ease them that stress, I think competition will do the, the best work here. So let other people come into this space and play. Let other investors come in and bring in their own transportation solutions. And then we'll see, you know, that the more competition we get, the lesser, you know, the pricing, the lesser the, the headache that, you know, the, the primero guys would get. Because I think it's practically unfair that they are the only ones getting this kind of treatment. And still, yeah, they are complaining that they are not making profit, which doesn't really make sense. Mm. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for calling me. Uh, Mr. Tinubu, you have any thoughts? Yes, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, look. If you want private people to come in, we all agree the government cannot do this by themselves. We need private people to come in. Then they must make they must make profit. The, the other you can we can now decide what kind of profit do they make? Is it five percent? Is it ten percent? Or something like? But they must break even or at least make a little profit if you want them to invest their money. And you're talking about billions of naira here now. You're not talking about small money. So why would anybody want to come into the space if the people there now are not making money? And that is. Honestly, what we are doing now is actually what will attract more private companies to come into this space and invest and compete because now they can say that it's profitable. But if it's not profitable, nobody will come in. Nobody will come in. 
All right, Mr. Tinubu, we're going to take a quick break and come back and continue this conversation. Lagos, if you just joined us, welcome. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. Can the BRT survive social distancing? I'm asking that question because last week, BRTs briefly stopped operating because the company that runs them, Primero Transport Services, said that it couldn't afford to buy diesel because it wasn't making enough money. And that's why we have the MD of Primero on the show with us today, Mr. Fola Tinubu. And he's talking to us about some of their challenges and some of the things that they've done with the government to fix the problems that they had that made them stop work. Due to social distancing, BRTs were required to carry 20 passengers per trip instead of 70. But last week, the government relaxed that limit to 42 right? So the limit uh, when it was 20 was a 71% drop in passengers per trip, which also means that it was a 71% drop in revenue, right? But they were still doing the same things, buying the same amount of fuel, uh, same amount of diesel, Uh, they were still paying their drivers, they were still paying their other staff, and so they said, we can't continue like this, and that's why they shut down services until they had talks with the government. So we've talked to uh, Mr. Falatinubu, he's told us uh, why they suspended services. He's told us what arrangements they reached with government. He's told us, uh, you know, that he thinks it's safe, you know, to be, to have 42 passengers on a bus, um, you know, at the time of COVID-19. So we're taking your thoughts now, Lagos, of the answers that he shared uh, before you tuned into the show. But we're also asking you what your thoughts are in general about uh, the BRT. Are you a BRT user? What do you think about the fare increase? What do you think about the reasons for the fare increase? Does it make sense to you? Or do you think um, that there's a different way to keep the BRTs running, maintain social distancing, and keep the fares affordable? Let's talk about all of that in a few minutes. the BRT survive social distancing? That's the topic on today's Big Hard Fact. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. I have on the show with me Mr. Fola Tinubu. Mr. Tinubu, we have somebody who's asking on Twitter if BRT and Primero is, is private and not public, why is there a part of the Nigerian road kept aside for them? Uh, can you answer that question? Well, BRT system all over the world have a special dedicated lane to move the people for, uh, up and down fast. But we do pay a portion of our revenue for, for the use of that uh, service to legal state government. Ah, okay. So that answers that question. Let's come back to the phone lines. It's 0700-993-993-993. You can also send us a WhatsApp message. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Hello? Hello. How are you? Good evening. Good evening, Sandra. It's a question. How are you doing? Very hard fact. <laughs> How are you doing? My name is Tari. I'm calling from Aja. Go ahead, Tari. Okay, before the lockdown, BRT that um, flies from um, um, Aja to uh, what we call Bushodi, uh, hmm. they charge 500 naira a person, while the normal regular buses charge 400 naira. And I had the MD saying that the, the regular bus is higher than the BRT bus. That's not true. I even complained at the park. And also, when he talked about the, uh, he said the COVID is affecting everybody, public government, private sector. They don't have to adjust now. Like some people that work in other private offices, mm. 
because of the COVID, they were saying half salary. So why should they? Why would they have to pay their own their own their staff full salary? They should have paid half salary. It seems they know that the problem already on ground. Hmm. And actually, you should not be an excuse because it affects everybody. Even the passengers, it's affecting them too. And they have their own lane. When they drive, they drive straight down from their, when they leave their, they, they main bus first. So they drive straight down and nobody can ask them like they, what they have when they do to do the one called the downfoot and buses. I did them, I do it. Yeah. And yeah, I detest so much. I just, I just pray they, 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 they scrap those guys one day. I just, sometimes I feel, I'm going to the next one and get a description because they will be big on the road. Sometimes mm. it's very annoying. Mm. It is pain to really ask the people to all these things down for that. I wonder something when I think that how come it is the idea that that I'm in charge of the what you call the um, NLT. Mm-hmm. The parents they don't have any, they don't have any excuse. So you should understand. Yeah, it's a secret. It's a secret. Everybody, so they should know better. They don't have to pay their staff for salary. They put the problem on ground already, which is affecting the whole world. We all know this. Okay. All right, Tara. Tara is saying, why not pay your staff half salary? On Twitter, Grace Oladejo says, increasing the fare at the crucial time when it's obvious even to the blind that the economy is very down is nothing short of wickedness. If Lagos State cannot subsidize for its citizens, at least as general palliatives, then it's nothing short of wickedness and great evil. All right, Grace. Michael Chibunna says, please ask Mr. Tinubu the difference between BRT, Lagos government and Primero who built their lane and their track. Uh, Lasma, their staff. Okay. Uh, Mr. Tinubu, we have a question for you on Twitter. Okay. Let me say a uh, couple of things uh, respond to the first gen- or the gentleman that first of all, first of all, we don't go to Aja. Okay. So, uh, they call all buses BRT, but not all of them are BRT. Hmm. So, uh, we don't go to Aja, so I don't know what they were charging in Nigeria before or what the other bus companies were charging in Nigeria before. Okay. So I cannot comment on that. With regards to whether legal state government should subsidize or not, that's a political decision. It's not for me to that's not for me to make. My job is to ensure the survival of the company. And that, you know, whether legal state uh, did not uh, did what the state does or does not do, I cannot comment on that because that is not my thought. That is not my responsibility. You know, you, will, you may have to get uh, a legal state government official to come on board and they may ask, you know, what legal state government's plans are. But I cannot speak for legal state government because I don't work for legal state government. Hmm. All right. We have a comment from Baba Lola in Agbede in Ikurudu. He says, I cannot make out any cogent explanations from what Mr. Tinubu posited. Masses lives matters. Time for negotiations to take their destiny into their own hands. Okay, Baba Lola. Uh, this person wants me to ask um, if... Uh, uh, I think uh, Mr. Tinubu has addressed the public-private partnership question, but he does think, Femi from Surulere does think that these excuses are flimsy. We've got another comment here. Sandra, your guest is complaining, is comparing Damfo without remembering that he was given professional treatment and special road with no traffic constructed with legal state funds. More importantly, for several years, BRT has been carrying over 25 people standing painful fares and 42 sitting and they did not complain now they're told to carry 20 for a month and they're crying wolf how does he expect us to buy this okay more comments on on twitter yeah I'll, i'll come to you in a bit let me take another comment from whatsapp 
Uh, this one says, good evening, Sandra. Forget all what your guest is saying. All commuters in Lagos, be it through Primero, Lag Bus, Yellow Buses, are working for one individual. The individual gets kickbacks. That has resulted in the increase in the price of public transport operators. Patrick from Yannick Baja says, Mr. Tinubu, over, over to you. Okay. Uh, with regards to the uh, previous uh, comment that you made, uh, that you, made uh, that I, uh, you know, can you... What is the, uh, the paper, what did you just read? Can you read it again, please? I lost my train of thought. Okay, so the person who was talking about um, um, you comparing Danfo without remembering that you were given professional treatment? Is that the uh-huh. one? Okay. Yes. All right. So I already explained that we pay a portion of our revenue to Lagos State Government for use, use, usage of that uh, road. Mm. It's a common practice all over the world to create a special link for BRT. Mm. But you pay a portion of your revenue to, to uh, the government for the privilege of using that. I've said that. Mm. But I'm not... Look, what I'm, look I'm not comparing myself to that one. I cannot because what we offer is totally different. But... Our cost structure is a lot higher than theirs, yet they're charging more than us. You know, our cost structure is a lot, lot higher than, you know, higher than them. Look, if you want a world-class service, it has to be paid for. The question is who pays for it. That's a political decision that's above my pay grade. All right. Another comment here on WhatsApp. Uh, this is from Friday Nikorodu. He says the truth is that BRT is carrying full load with the 42 passengers. So government should allow other transporters to carry full load as well. The 60% carriage is the reason that the downfalls inflated their prices. I wonder what people who are calling into the show have to say. Let's talk to a few of them. If you just joined the show, hello, good evening. We're talking to the MD of Primero Transport Services on the show today about uh, the BRT's new fare, uh, their new guidelines for social distancing. And we're wondering if uh, BRT service will survive social distancing. You heard me uh, ask a few questions to the MD of Primero and he had some answers. I wonder what you think about those answers. Hello. Hello. How are you? What's your name? Good evening. Good evening. Richard, calling from Lakey. All right, Richard, welcome. Uh, thank you for your program. This is my first time really speaking with you. I'm glad that uh, you called us today. To of your program. So let me quickly go straight to the point. All right. You know? I want to ask again. Mm. First question Are you related to the Bola Tunubu? That's number one question. Okay. Number two What plans now do you have? Do you have plans before, ahead, before this issue came up? Opening up other areas. And what plans do you have? Reducing the price after the issue. Don't you have? Do you have plans? If you open other areas, and we are expecting the price of this priority buses, the price of this fare to come down. So what I want to know: Do you people have price in the near future? Do you have it? Not because of the issue, right? But do you have it when you started this business? That's what I want to find out. Thank you. All right. Thank you for calling me, uh, Mr. Tinubu. Well, we do have plans, you know, of course, you are not going to business that runs to billions and billions of naira without plans. Yes, we do. But I've said it earlier that, and the books, I, I'll say it again, anybody can check on the address stock exchange or the FMDQ. The books are open to anybody to be able to look at. Before the pandemic, the company was running at a loss. 
and I can say it on air categorically without, you know, contradiction that for the last four years, none of the people that invested in this company has taken one cover out as, uh, as dividend or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Not one cover. So, even before the pandemic, the, the pricing was just too low that the company was being run at a loss. It was for the grace of the banks that we've been able to keep on, you know, the, the banks and the vendors that we've been able to keep on doing what we are doing. But a private company cannot continue to be run at a loss. Eventually, it will go bankrupt. A public company that is owned by the government can continue to run at a loss, you know, forever because at the end of the day the taxpayers are there to back it up and they, they can write off the loss anytime but a public a private company cannot do that and something had to give if i have anything to write i will not tell you where to look at the books the books are open for the last four years nobody that invested in primero has taken one cover out as dividend or anything like that Okay. Uh, the caller also wanted to know if you were related to Bola Tinubu. Yes, I am. Okay. But Let's... what has that got to do with what we are discussing now? Well, that was his question. Let's go back to the phone lines. Hello? Hello, Sandra. How are you? God bless you, my sister. Bless you as well. What's your name? I don't know why some callers are past emotion. Okay. If you have any problem with the family where the man is aid from, it's your headache. Let us discuss the issue and leave the family alone. It's uh, a family matter. All right, so you, you go ahead and discuss the issue. Stay on the issue. Okay, What's the issue? Thank you very much. Mm. Sandra, mm. see, this is a business. The man has said it repeatedly that this is a private company. If, for example, somebody is being paid 70,000 naira mm-hmm. per month mm-hmm. and suddenly the, the, the salary dropped to 20,000 naira, will the family not feel it? Abba, we are comparing Primero to downfall, downfall that abuse the mother of passengers. Do they offer the same service? That is too much. Somebody was talking about the, the revenue, the, the money collected from uh, downfall people. They should go and ask him, say, the money, the, 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 the money for afternoon food for chairman is separate. The one for VP is separate. Abba. God bless Nigeria. Thanks for calling me, sir. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. Good, yeah, good afternoon. Yes, what's your name? Yeah, yeah my name is Ida. Oh, good evening. It's actually evening now. It's fine. Uh, I'd like to remain uh, anonymous. Okay, go ahead. Uh, okay. See, I, I don't envy your guests there, uh, really, because um, it's a tough job trying to explain to uh, your listeners what a difficulty they're experiencing. Like the color scholar said, this is a business offering a service that costs money to provide. Just like a product that costs money to produce, somebody has to pay for it. They are not a government agency. They are a private company offering a service, paying to government to use a a dedicated lane. There's a cost to all of this. And I think as a people, we all need to ask ourselves whether we want a socialist state 
or we want a capitalist free market economy. If we want government to do everything for us, then we should decide that's what we want. And then we should complain when the services are poor. But if you want quality services run by private company in a free market economy, then we would have to be ready to pay for it. Is it a free market economy if you currently have uh, one major supplier of this particular service? Now, that, that I was going there, hmm. and, I, and I'm going to ask, uh, put a question to your guest in the studio. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know if there's a restriction on other participants in the industry. Because really, I think we should have more players so that there can be competition. But really, if there's no restriction, but the pricing is capped, that in itself, the capping of the price in itself is a discouragement to more players. Mm. But I'm a, I'm a businessman. Mm-hmm. If there is a cap in, in, in an industry mm-hmm. on pricing of products or services, mm-hmm. what I will look at is, the, is that cap and compare it to my cost of production. If that cap is lower than my cost of production, that's no business for me. Because mm. I'm not going to go there to lose money. So if there's no restriction legally, mm-hmm. but if, the, if there's a cap on the pricing of services, and then and investors are looking at it, listening to one investor, a pioneer investor, saying that I am losing money. Hmm. Sandra, if it was you, would you put your money in that industry? Cool question. Thank you for calling me. Let's let Mr. Tinubu answer that question. Hello. Go ahead, okay. sir. First of all, hmm. you know, Camaro is not a monopoly. On the single route that we are running right now, hmm. there are red buses there. There are white buses. There's Danfo. There's Ferry. Uh, so there's so many other uh, options for people to take. Okay. Yes, they do not use, all the other ones do not use the dedicated link. But all the other ones that do not use it, they don't pay a portion of their revenue to Lagos State Government to use that dedicated link. Okay. So, there's competition already. And also, you know, Lagos State Government, okay, licenses uh, bus companies, not, not Camaro. So, if Lagos State Government decides to license uh, other companies, that's a Lagos State Government issue. But this company must, if you want other private investors to come into this space, they have to see that the people there are at least breaking even or making money. Like the last caller said, if the investors do not see that there's a possibility of making money. They will not invest their money. And we all need private people to come in and pour billions and billions of Naira into public transport space so that we can get a world-class service. But it costs money. The question is who pays for it. That is a political question that it's not my job to make. Right. My job is simply to ensure that the company survives. All right. We've got Amodu Jacob on Facebook. Don't forget that we are streaming this on Facebook. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. And Amodu Jacob on Facebook says... Um, Okay, I'm not going to be taking that comment on the live show. Chooks Ahondu says, why do you have a monopoly on that corridor? The Lagos State Government needs to open the BRT corridor for more players to be a part of. Well, he's just addressed that. I've just addressed that. Yes, that's an old question. It's not a monopoly. And there are other other, uh, means of transportation on that 
corridor. There's red buses, there are white buses, there's therefore there's so many other options. Mm. So how can you call it a monopoly? The only reason why we use the dedicated lane is we pay a portion of our revenue to Lagos State Government and all the other guys do not. Somebody thinks So you cannot expect me mm. to pay a portion of my revenue to Lagos State Government and watch others that do not pay it to be using the same corridor. Then I'll be at a disadvantage. Charles from Lecky says, I need to know, you said Primero is a private business. How come the Lagos State Government donated 500 buses to a, a Primero, a private company? Lagos State Government has not donated a single bus to us. We, st- we started with 434 buses and we still have 434 buses. We brought our own buses from China and we cleared them through customs. We paid everything. All our records are open. Lagos State Government has not given us a single bus. Lagos State Government has not bought a single bus from Primero. Hmm. All right. We've got another comment here on WhatsApp. Sandra, um, Mr. Tinubu claims the government doesn't own the BRT. How come when other... Um, well, okay, well, how come when other transport use BRT lane, they get harassed and arrested by LASMA? But if the BRT uses the main roads when, they are, when their route is free and available, nothing is done to them. How come LASMA never arrests a BRT bus, no matter what? Is this, is this uh, Primera paying to avert LASMA arrest? Why would, you know, look, if I use the regular road, you know, I'm, I'm, I can use the regular road just like anybody else. But I keep saying for the dedicated link, there's a portion of our revenue that we pay to Lagos State Government and all these other tra- uh, transporters do not pay that money. I don't know how uh, more explicit I can be on this issue. Hmm. You know, if Lagos State Government decides that everybody should not pay or something like that, that's, another, that's a political decision. But it's unfair on me to be paying a portion of my revenue to Lagos State Government for the exclusivity. And other people that are not paying are using it. Hmm. We've got but, they, but why should I pay when I use the normal route, just like everybody else? We, we need to compare orange to orange, not apple to oranges. Okay. We've got another comment from Emmanuel Inketu who says he doesn't really understand what the guest is saying. To be honest, the books are open and the company has been running at a loss for about four years while running on full number of passengers and they did not find a way to fine-tune their services as a private company until now that the nation is suffering, especially based on transportation in Lagos. I believe the government should remove their monopoly and allow other companies to give them competition. The amount they pay for the use of those lanes, I can bet is not up to half of what the yellow buses pay at the parks collectively every day. Mr. Sinubu, can you tell us how much you pay for using those lanes? No, I cannot disclose that on the air. Hmm. Is it on that website that you mentioned earlier on? Where your books what are website? open? You, you, well, mes- you mentioned you that your books are open. If you look at our books, you probably will see what we pay later state government, you know. For, uh, for the use of you, but I cannot, I cannot dispose that figure on here. Okay. Mr. Folatinibu, thank you so much for your time. I'm going to have to let you go at this point. Thank you very much for having me. 
Okay, Lagos, we've got uh, a few more minutes and the show is over. Unfortunately, we do not have um, a, a winner for today's, um, what's it called now? For today's uh, Just a Minute. Remember, we've been doing, we've started Just a Minute on Nigeria Info, remember? And uh, it's been happening since morning. It's your chance to win 10,000 naira every day on, on Nigeria Info. So you can win on the morning crossfire that starts at 5 a.m. and ends at... Uh, and ends at uh, 9 or you can win on WhatsApp Lagos with Collins Teke that starts at 9 and ends at 12 or you can win on the sunny side with Joyce it starts at 12 and it ends at um, 3 or you can win on my show Hard Facts Hard Facts starts at 3pm and it ends at 7pm so um, it's up to you do you want to get some extra 10k for fuel extra 10k for data or for whatever 10k will do for you really uh, you should listen throughout the day there's no specific time when it happens it happens randomly throughout the day today's own has happened on hard facts and throughout the day today we've not had somebody who has won yet so keep your ear out tomorrow keep your ear open tomorrow keep your radio here tomorrow keep your dial here tomorrow and maybe tomorrow will be your lucky day but let's come back to talking about brts 0700 993 993 993 hello hello Hello, Sandra. Good evening. Good evening. What's your name, sir? Uh, this is Ayani Baba. Ayani Baba, welcome. Go ahead. Yeah, thanks for picking my call. I just, I'm very, I'm very, 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 I'm very, very happy. Okay. For you picking my call. Okay. Whatever the Kolakinubu uh, said about the DROC hmm. is all lies. As for me, I don't believe anything that has to do with. And BRT and Lagos State government is just a kangaroo setup. Okay. I never, never believe it's part and parcel of government uh, uh, business. Okay. They just put Salade uh, at the single edge. Okay. That is why I'm going to put it Thank uh, you for calling to contribute it. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. How are you? What's your name? I'm Michael. Michael or micro? Michael, Michael, Michael. Michael, welcome to the show. Go ahead. Yeah. Good to get you today. Yeah. It's been pretty difficult getting you online. I'll be hot cake now. <laughs> I can see. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling for me by a seat. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. You're welcome. Um... It's difficult to, you know, sometimes when you say your mind, it's as if you're coming from one political angle hmm. or the other. Okay. Nigeria is a complex state that uh, most times we tend to play against the settlement of the uh, collective uh, destiny. You see, this country belongs to everybody. And uh, the area we start putting things right, the better for everybody. Um, in as much as the state is, uh, the, the, the company is a private company. There's nothing too bad about that. But uh, it is wrong to effect whatever changes at this material time. The, the, the whole world is suffering. Nigerians are suffering as well. Uh, the, the, the company manager should look at it from some basic uh, aspects, especially in the area of uh, revenue. Mm -hmm. uh, Nigerians paying the money. 
it's, it's not good. Let's just, let's just do the thing the right way. You've been on, you've been on this business for quite a while. And now there is a pandemic on, on our hands. And the first thing to do is you, you should be able to, you know, reduce whatever income or business interest you may intend to achieve. And then tell me the, the questions you are trying to help, you know, uh, online. You don't just push them away and they put your company interest first. That is my point. Let's be very, very sincere to ourselves. Everybody is suffering. Nigerian government, the United States, other world powers, nations of the world are suffering at the same time. It's not a time to maximize profit or make profit. That's my point there. All right. Thanks for calling to make it. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for giving us a call on the show.